Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. What's good? I'm Two. And I'm Cal. Good to hear from y'all, man. Well, not even good to hear from y'all, but thank y'all for listening to us. For well, real, thanks for, real. for tuning in, guys. So uh, this is our first episode. Again, this is a little trial and error. Uh, we're just testing this out to see how this goes. And uh, there will be many more episodes, hopefully with a little better quality. So excuse us if the sound is not perfect. What you guys don't know is that we've literally started this podcast about six different times. <laughs> and for some reason, it kept cutting out on us. So in, five, in the five-minute mark, yeah. like, so, fuck. So hopefully this, this one sticks because uh, <laughs> it was getting really annoying having to restart and, you know, re, you know, f- yeah. Let's just hope this shit works. <laughs> but, um, again, uh, so this podcast, podcast is part, uh, one part of a uh how would I how would I word it? It's one part of a intergalactic peacekeeping armada, something like that. <laughs> but it's it's one part of a collective which we're creating called uh, Black Thought, and Black Thought is a I'm gonna keep using the word collective, so bear with me. It's a collective of creative individuals. It could be uh, ranging from painters to photographers to writers to filmmakers to actors to musicians uh, all coming together and showcasing their work. We want to seek to create a platform for them to show their work, to be seen and to be heard. And uh, this podcast is the first step into that. So we'll cover many different topics ranging from entertainment to uh, comic books, the latest in sci-fi, superhero movies, uh, just anything. Pretty much, I mean, we'll cover the gamut of pretty much pop culture in a sense, I'd say. But also maybe just, you know, talk talk, talk about each other and talk about what's going on with us and our lives and have some pretty cool people on here and talk to them as well. And see what's going on in their lives. Yeah. You know, we plan on just being real, real cool with it and down to earth. And I hope that you guys are down to take the ride with us because this is going to be a hell of a ride. And yeah. we're definitely looking for people to come along with us. And again, thank you for for supporting us and listening. Um, yeah, so let's just get into it. So tell us about yourself, Tucson. All right, so what's going on? Uh, as he told you, my name is Tucson, or two for short. I am the oldest of three. I am third A. I am an Aquarius, you know, in case y'all was wondering. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> um, what else can I tell you? I am a huge, 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 huge comic book fan. Um, I'm what you call a blurred, which is a black nerd. My favorite comic book hero is Batman. Second to Batman is his first partner, Robin or Nightwing. Um, man, I love Star Trek. Um, the only Star Trek that I could think that I did not care for too much was Voyager. Um, and it wasn't... The story just wasn't appealing to me, but you know we'll we'll have a Star Trek episode one of these days. I promise y'all that. In case any of you guys are actually interested in Star Trek or even want to learn anything about it, um, I play drums. So one of the things that we're going to be doing with this Black Thought Collective or initiative is um, we're going to be throwing a concert in August, and it's going to feature myself and some friends. And you know we're hoping to make make it pop you know if you guys are able to come out i believe we're going to do august 23rd august 23rd oh we're still ironing out the details but uh yeah uh flyers and tickets should be out pretty soon uh once everything's ironed out uh, we'll give you more information on this podcast for sure and 
Sorry, keep going. <laughs> also, be on the lookout. One of the things we're gonna we're gonna start doing is uh, a Facebook and an Instagram, which uh, will allow you guys to actually vote on some of the topics that we'll talk about after we get through like our our initial uh, intros and topics that we want to get through. So the last topic of every podcast will probably be what you guys wanted to, you know, not what you guys want or even the last topic. Sometimes we might even start off with that topic first, depending on how interesting it is. Um, so we definitely want to leave some of the social, social uh, advertisement of our topics to you guys, if I'm making any sense or if I'm even, even using the right term. But we want you guys to vote. We want you guys to be a part of what we're doing. We want to make sure that everybody's voice is heard. Um, what else? I love jazz. I love R&B. Um, in college, I went to University of Maryland Eastern Shore. I was a music major, so I definitely gained a, even more of a, a love for playing jazz and just being able to open my mind up to new things when it comes to music, playing classical music, playing uh, Latin music. Like it's it's an ama- It was an amazing experience. I met some of the best people I could ever call family. Um, I got my master's in school counseling from Alfred University. Shout out to all my Alfred gang out there that got their master's in school counseling. And anybody that's in the school counseling field, shout outs to you guys because shit is rough. Mm. Shit is definitely rough. But currently I'm an education coach at um, Harsher St. Vincent's. Uh, shout out to the Yodi team in case you guys is listening. Much love to all of y'all. Aisha, Meg, Debbie, Donnie, much love to you guys. Yeah, um, that was a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, as you know, I'm Cal, I'm Khalid. Um, I went to school in Massachusetts, Curry College in Milton, Massachusetts. I got my degree in communication. And since then, for the past two years, I've been working as a production assistant in film and TV. Um, may have worked on some things you guys have seen. Um, I worked on this TV show called Manifest, which was about 16 episodes, and that aired on NBC. I believe they're gearing up to shoot the second season real soon. I worked for, like, I wouldn't even say it was a long time, but a couple days on The Punisher season two. That was pretty fun. I worked on this Netflix movie called After Party, where I actually made, like, a background appearance, which was pretty dope. So check that movie out and see if you could spot me and let me know if you see me. Um, Niggas don't even know what you look like yet. That's true. If you see a big brawler guy in a gray hoodie, that's him. Actually, yeah, actually, that's a fair assessment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What else? And I've worked on my first job was an indie movie called All These Small Moments with Molly Ringwald and um, a couple other unknowns. Well, Kevin Smith's daughter was in it, so that was pretty cool. Oh, Harley Quinn? Yeah, she was in it. And yeah, I've just been. And that is her actual name, too. And I've just been, yeah, from there, just been working, trying to do my own thing. I'm trying to find my own avenue, create creatively what creative wise because i feel like i've been lacking in that lately just because i've been working on other people's projects and i really want to get back into working on my stuff now and really putting myself out there more and uh yeah i mean i'm i'm a huge batman guy as well uh i mean literally our family grew up on comic books (laughs) so we were exposed to dc and marvel from the time we came out the womb yeah and i know my brother said he's more a star trek i mean star trek guy but i think i'm more of a star wars guy I think there's more of a fantasy element of it. But again, we could have a whole episode where we talk about Star Wars versus Star Trek and what both with each of them mean. But I'm, I'm heavy into sci-fi. I like Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica. That was his show when we was yeah, coming up. I loved Battlestar Galactica. This nigga would not miss an episode. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll get to know me as the episodes go along. you find out my interest and things like that. But yeah, let's get into our first topic. 
So, our first topic is DC and Marvel. Okay. So, the things that's going on in DC and Marvel. Like, let's talk about DC first, because DC is on on some shit right now. <laughs> like, yeah, Who knows what's going on? Wow, man. So, like, one of the things that irked me was, um, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned Tom King. Well, um, as my brother had pointed out, we had been starting and stopping the podcast for, like, six times already. Like, this is probably time number seven, and it's actually at the eight minute and 30-some-odd seconds mark. And um, the first initial time we tried it, I talked about some of my favorite authors. Um, this cat named Tom King, who's currently writing Batman, um, said he wanted to do 100, 108 issues. And um, so far, it's been good. There was a couple letdowns in his story arc so far. But if you see the broad spectrum of what's getting ready to happen and what's happened so far and what's taking place, you're just like, wow, this was really well-rounded and well-written. So Although, he, he never got to 100 episodes? Nah, no, because uh, what happened was, I guess there was, well, they hired him to do the New Gods movie, yeah, right? Well, Avery Duvernay, yeah. Right. So one of the things is that, you know, they were saying that AT&T, he had to meet with AT&T to discuss what was going on with Batman because some of the things that was going on was going to change the character for generations. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that just must have meant that somebody was going to die. Um, you know, they you saw what they did with Nightwing. They shot Nightwing in the head. Maybe they were going <laughs> to kill Alfred. That would suck. That would, like... <laughs> Imagine that. What's Batman without Alfred? That would fucking blow my mind. You know what I mean? They had, like, a series um, with Scott Snyder called... Um, Batman Eternal, where Alfred was out for a couple of issues and his daughter was running shit. Mm. It wasn't bad because his daughter was an MI6 agent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they if Alfred dies and they get somebody to replace her, it's probably going to be his daughter because she's a badass also. Um, they have this, the, the streaming platform and the comic book platform called DC Universe. Yeah. Which at first, when, when we first got it, I was very excited. Yeah, it, was, it. It, was, it was a pretty good app. But, I mean, we're in a time of the streaming wars where you got to put your best stuff out there. And if you don't, then it's just, you know, what are you doing? And I think uh, the app has had some major problems. I mean, they don't have everything from DC on there. So um, in terms of content and their old content, they don't have the old Smallville series, which was on the CW. CW, yeah. I think it's still on, like, Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. They don't have Birds of Prey. No, Birds of Prey is on there. Birds of Prey is on there. Yeah, Birds That's of Prey is on there. That's interesting that they put Birds of Prey, but not Ninja. Okay, so they don't. Um, they don't have any of the current CW superhero series. Well, that's because they, they were in a contract with Netflix. They're getting ready to end that contract with Netflix right now. Yeah, well, but still, there's there's a lot of money left on the table because they don't even have the current DC movies. Well, also remember that they were in contracts with HBO, Cinemax. Yeah, and all but, those, it, but that's all couldn't... part of the whole like Warner Brothers thing. Right. So, I mean, it's not like someone's losing money because they're all in the same family. They're all part of the same tree. Right, but it's just not, different branches. I don't think that is Cause, because... Because if that's the case, why is sci-fi and why is sci-fi putting up those of Krypton DC Universe? You know what mm, I mean? True story. So, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, no one really knows the answers besides the suits and stuff like that, but, you know, sometimes I really don't go on the app just besides to check out a new episode of what whatever show there was, what they have. And so far, they've had Titans. They've had Doom Patrol, which is really good. I really enjoyed Doom Patrol. As did I. Titans Titans wasn't bad. It started off slow. It started off like a slow burn. But it, um, it, it felt felt weird to me. Like, it didn't... I don't know. It Just in terms of quality, 
uh, to me, Titans doesn't match up to Doom Patrol, and it definitely doesn't match up to Swamp Thing. So I have high. I know they do. They're doing the second season of Titans now. They're filming that, but I'm hoping the quality matches uh, Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing. Well, you know, they had to get their first. That's your first. You know, like yeah, you're gonna Doom fuck Patrol up with your like, first. Yeah, but Doom Patrol was their first. Swamp Thing was their first. You know what I mean? True, but I mean like. But in terms of like putting some shit out there, like that's like Netflix kind of quality, you know what I mean? So it's like you have this, you're gonna you're gonna make some mistakes. Like Doom Patrol came out the gate firing yeah. on all cylinders. Swamp thing, the same thing. Yeah, I think Titan shit is the same thing. Yeah, but you you don't you don't know what's gonna work until you know. You know what I mean? Until you see what's going on. This episode worked. Okay, so you know we know for next season or maybe the next episode that we're writing, we're gonna make sure that we do certain things like this. Mm. You know, God, I wish the Flash would take certain cues like that because the past <laughs> few seasons have been driving me the fuck crazy. It's been a fucking roller coaster ride for my black ass. Man. Flash has been a little crazy, but yeah, like so. Currently, Swamp Thing is the show that's on the DC universe, and they fucking canceled it after after one episode. They canceled it, which was just like I just so weird to me like if you're gonna cancel a show why not wait until it's over it's kind of weird to cancel something when it just started and then you plan to air the rest of the season and then they continue to promote it which is weird like i follow dc universe on instagram Mm -hmm. and they'll put up uh so many advertisements for swamp thing and it's kind of weird to just cancel the show and then continue to promote it and say, hey, tune in this Friday for a great new episode of Swamp Thing. Speaking of that, I need and, to actually catch up on my episode. And the episodes are great. And it's just kind of sad because you know that it's not coming back. So if you, like, you really like it and you get into it. And you're just like, well, we, you know, we're not, we know we're not going to see this again. At least not anytime soon. But yeah, that's, it's kind of sad. So, But then there's also rumors that the app may even be ending because Warner Brothers is creating their own streaming service. And some people think that the DC app may just fold into Warner Brothers streaming service. But that would piss me off because it's like all the there are certain things like, for instance, um, for those of you guys that have like comicology like I do and you have the DC app. So you might ask, why do you do both? So with the DC app, what it doesn't do is that it doesn't put in its new weekly content. So you still have to go buy your weekly content, which is where comicology comes in. Now, for the DC app, what I love about it is that I can read books from when I was a kid and even go further than that. I can go back to books to when my father was a kid. And just reading those things is like, oh, man, this takes me back to when I used to go to my grandfather's house and I used to sneak and read my father's old school comic books. You know, like there's certain stories that I read as a kid and I saw it and I just put it in my favorite stash and Every time I read it, I, I like mentally go back to being a ten year old kid at my grandfather's house on 145th. Um I think I think also I mean I, I, a problem with the app is that it's so niche. Like it's it's that app is seriously for like a select group of people. Which when you I mean when you count viewers and people who pay for streaming services, um geek culture in some respects, in some ways um, they're not exactly the the minority, but they're not the majority either. And when it's 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 almost like I said, it's a niche app. It's for one certain group of people instead of something that could apply to everybody and be like, oh yeah, I'll download DC the DC app for this, and I'll do this for this because it's just like if you don't read comic books and don't really care much about superheroes, you know what? Why would you download the app? And then another thing is is that this app is 
going to be more expensive than Disney's app because Disney's app is launching in November. And with that app, you get every single Marvel Studios movie, every single um, Star Wars film, as well as a new Star Wars TV show that's going to be airing in November with the app. And then you get the whole Disney catalog and then all these other Marvel shows and new original shows that they're announcing as well. And then they're charging way less. I think it's like, I think it's, I don't know, I could be wrong. I think it's in like six ninety nine a month. And I was like, Jesus, I mean, compared to, to DC, like I, I know we paid what 80 for them for the year. Yeah. It was like 79 or something like that. And it's, don't get me wrong. Like right now, I guess I'm, maybe if you add it up, maybe you could like divide up and say, okay, maybe it's like something. That something makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But, but here, like for instance, I'm on the app right now. So one of the things that I used to like was the DC All Access or the DC Daily. It started off with great promise. And then as it started, it just got zanier, you know? And they would talk about DC Daily. They would talk about certain stuff and it would just irk me. And like a lot of those people that, um, even used to be uh, that are on DC Daily. He used to talk a lot of shit about DC because they're hosts on like other shows and stuff like that. Like there are other shows within geek culture, and it's just kind of funny that they're employed by DC now. And they used to be some of the people that used to like who Martita, Martita, what's her name? I don't want to give out names, but oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, she, no, she didn't hate, but I think she was, she was more of a Marvel girl. Which yeah. is cool. And I mean, pick up your check when you can. No, you know of course. I mean? I'm not mad at the hustle. But I always thought it was kind of funny that a lot of them were just like, oh, I don't really like this DC thing or this thing. So it's I, I just think it's kind of funny. A lot of them actually came from Collider. I don't know if you guys watch Collider. Big shout out to them, man. And, um, you know, rest in peace to John Schnapp. Rest in peace, King of Sweaties, man. Yeah, if you guys John don't know Schnapp. who John Schnapp is, um, definitely look him up. But he was a cat that was heavy into comic books. One of his favorite comic book characters was Modoc. Um, he used to collect, like he was a big collector. And if you, if you, any of you guys that know me know me, could tell I have a smile on my face because um, he was just, from what I could tell, watching Collider Heroes, which is something my brother had put me on to. He was very passionate. Yeah, ridiculously passionate. And he would talk about stories and the different artists and the writers and just like, God, this guy knows his shit. And he had passion projects about comic books and comic book movies, like The Death of Superman Lives. And if any of you guys ever watched it, it was it was great. It was amazing. It was a really good documentary. And it was made so well and it really went into in-depth about like what happened with that movie, what the story was going to be, what everything from concept designs to how the sets would have looked to Nicholas seeing Nicholas Cage in a Superman suit, which was an interesting, an interesting sight. But in some ways I'm kind of glad we didn't get that movie because some of the ideas were just like, what? Like how, what, why? <laughs> so but it's, it's a really great documentary, but yeah, uh, just a uh, rest in peace to John Chinook, King of Sweat Age, man. But yeah, um, what's anything else we need to cover with DC and Marvel? Um, well, we we mainly been talking about DC, but one of the things before we before we go into Marvel, um, one of the things that kind of gets me about DC is that they have good content and they just don't know what to do with it in terms of like putting it on TV or in the movies. And you know, and I think a thing about it is just that they're owned by Warner Brothers. I think if it was DC independently. 
and DC controlling their TV, DC controlling their movie and their just streaming like Marvel service. does, which is just a good like, segue exactly. into Marvel. Just like what Marvel does, I think I think they'd be better off. And a lot of people say DC doesn't know what they're doing. And I think in some ways it's it's Warner Brothers that doesn't necessarily know what they're doing. Because they respects. don't have like a Kevin Feige. Yeah. They tried to make Jeff Johns or Jim Lee into Kevin Feige, and it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, just out. just because um, Jeff Johns and Kevin Feige were both interns with Richard Donner, and if any of you guys don't know who Richard Donner is, um, he did the nineteen seventy eight Superman. Christopher Reeve. He's also directed all of the Lethal Weapons. Yeah. Um, he's done tons of other stuff too. Yeah, tons of other classic movies. He's also written a comic book, a Superman comic book, along with Jeff Johns, who I still think they just put Richard Donner's name in just for the hell of it. And it was Jeff Johns' first, or one of his first uh, creative artworks that he's done. Um, now let's go into Marvel. One of the things that I'm really digging about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is pretty much shit. What they've done for 10 years. Yeah. They started off in 2008 with some crack with Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. You know, and it was it was a nice slow burn from there. Like they took time to make solo movies with their characters, really delve deep into their environments and their, mm-hmm. you know, their characters, uh, personalities and psyches. And, you know, you, you learn to care about them. So then like when you did the team of movies, you were super excited to see these guys interact. You know what I mean? Holy shit. Captain America is talking with Iron Man. That's so cool. Like, you, you know, who would have thought? I never, in my lifetime, like, wildest dream would have thought, like, we'd have a Iron Man movie. And, and it's just funny because Iron Man wasn't exactly, like, an A-list character. You know, people didn't know Iron Man the way they would know Superman or Batman, you know? But, you know, it's funny. When we was growing up, they used to have the Iron Man cartoon. Yeah. You know, they've been trying to pitch Iron Man for God knows how long. For forever. There was a time when Nicolas Cage and Tom Cruise were almost Iron Man. Mm. Because this was when Marvel didn't have... Uh, the rest of the characters back, and I think it was Paramount was going to do it, and Paramount actually co-produced the first Iron Man movie, and this was before they became independent and ended up being bought by Disney. But yeah, that almost happened. That what almost is happened. what is your favorite MCU movies? If you had to give me like three, your top three, I think in no particular order, but I think if we're going top three, it might be. Black Panther, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Captain America movies. To me, the Captain America movies have been the best mm-hmm. uh, MCU trilogy, and just I just love the way they've handled that character. The movies have just been amazing, and Black Panther was just such a good movie. Just it was just the way it was shot, the way it was designed. It was just so different from anything we've seen before in Marvel, and but yet it fit so perfectly if that makes sense it just it just felt like going to another world you know and she yeah. had me ready to go to wakanda yeah if it was it only was, if it was a real it was just yeah i think those are my top three um damn you know when you think about the marvel cinematic universe you think about like all these great movies i think they've only had a couple quote-unquote flops and even the flops did very well you know like lord of dark world or um guardians of the galaxy 2 you know what's funny? It's like there are movies in Marvel that I don't enjoy, but I'm just like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like amazing. It's, you're not rushing it was to just watch like, it. It was just like, it was Marvel. So like, it was like someone asked me about like, oh, did you shoot Captain Marvel? And I was like, yeah, I saw Captain Marvel. He's like, what'd you think? I was like, you know, it was, it was, 
it was good by Marvel standards. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, like, it didn't. It wasn't mind blowing or something like like a Civil War or, or an Infinity War or a Black Panther or you know or an Iron Man or something like that. It was just like you know, it was it was fine. So it like, fit the formula. Yeah, it fit the formula. And like to me, the the Ant Man movies they fit the formula. I never, I was never really into the Ant Man movies. I did not like the second one. I really? I didn't know. I didn't. I just. Oh I just, man! I, I was just. It. Well, I remember we put it on. I was just so tuned. Out. I was just like, I don't care. Like this is so <laughs> uninteresting. That's to me. true. You was on your phone the whole time. I just, I just didn't care. But uh, yeah, Captain Marvel is all right. Like I just, it's just like it's just it's Marvel. It's like paint by the numbers, Marvel. To me, that's Captain Marvel. That's the Ant Man movies, Guardians of the Galaxy two. I mean, like what else? You know, Thor, Thor two. Kind of paint by the numbers, Marvel. I'm just like, meh. You know, like if it's on TV, I'll, I'll probably it. Yeah. have it on as background noise while I'm doing other things. But otherwise, it didn't knock my socks off. But yeah. Uh, for me, my favorite Marvel movies, my top is Winter Soldier. Like that is my go to. Um, I remember when I first saw it, it was it was a spy thriller. It was yeah. the story was just oh man. And even though I read the the Winter Soldier comic book. And just looking, you know, seeing it transported on screen or, you know, not transfigured or transported, but just seeing it put on on the screen was just amazing. And watching how Marvel just put certain things from like the first movie, oh, let's fit here, let's interconnect this and here. And I'm just like, fuck. Um, Black Panther is definitely up there. Um, it was a it was a cultural revolution man everybody if he was african-american or even brown <laughs> you felt it you know yeah. like there was a big pride for sure that february and uh, you know just not even just that february like, but just coming yeah, up just like such a movement and everything and it was just it, that was really just it was an event no i'd never outside of like certain things where african-americans have done well that was like one of the first times like i say i saw us with our pride just out just proud to be black uh, you know, a really strong, like not saying that we're not proud to be black now, but it was just, it was really evident. Um, and I, I want to say, shit, Spider-Man Homecoming. I really enjoyed that movie. When I first saw it, yeah. I was like, damn, like we finally got a good, when we saw Spidey in Civil War, I remember just being like, oh shit, finally, finally. Cause you know, I wasn't really the biggest fan of the Alfred, Alfred. Andrew Garfield, I almost said Alfred Garfield. The first, the first one's not bad, but the second one was just, just zany as shit. It was like, what the hell is happening in this movie? It was weird, and Jamie Foxx was a weird choice as Electro. It was odd. It was the whole movie was just odd. But I don't know. I kind of the costume that he had in the second one is what I wish he had in the first. I kind of grown grow tired of Spider Man because like we've seen so many Spider Man movies, and I used to be obsessed with Spider Man when I was younger. And I'm kind of just like, yeah, like I know Far From Home's coming out soon, but I'm also kind of just like, hard. eh, but like, yeah, I'm ready for yeah. it. Let's, wow. uh, did we talk about, um, past events and upcoming events? Did we talk about the, yeah, we spoke about our sister's thing. We spoke about, um, uh, August 23rd. Okay. Okay. Cause it says here we only got a couple more minutes, so I guess. Might do some closing remarks, but I think you had one more movie because you said, you oh. said Black Panther Far From Home. What was the next movie? No, no, I said Black Panther. I said Civil oh, War. Oh, you did, you did, you did all three. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Pay yeah. attention, nigga. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm 
Well, first off, thanks for rocking out with us again, man. Yeah, we can't yeah. we can't thank y'all enough. You know, it's our first time, so you know, there's a lot of ums and a lot of uh, do we do this and, but just rock out. You know, definitely check us out. Um, our Facebook and our Instagrams is is gonna come out soon. But in yeah. case you want to reach us, you know, on our Instagram, yours is and leave. Uh, my Instagram is Killer Smiles with a Z at the end. Uh, I got that name because Joker is like one of my favorite comic book villains. I've had that name pretty much since, I don't know, grade school, middle school, elementary school, something like that. That was like my first AIM name, if you guys remember that. Oh, shit. That's so it's Killer Smiles. And uh, just find me on Facebook, just Khalid Senya. And thank you for rocking out. Again, like it's our first episode. So I know feel free to contact us or leave comments to say what we should change. Any topics you want covered, we'd be more than happy to talk about them. Facts. And um, if you want to reach me on Facebook, my name is Toussaint, T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T, Sina, S-E-N-A. And my uh, my Instagram is drummer underscore nerd 89. All right. So much love to you guys. Uh, have a good rest of your week, depending on when you're listening to this. Yo, we love you. Peace. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Take care. Until next time.